Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome. Welcome to the Haunted Estate. Hello and welcome back to the Haunted Estate with Selena and Joel and we're here to talk to you about the stuff some of the spooky stuff some of the funny stuff some of the life stuff and some of the stuff in freaking between Joel how was your week oh so good I'm holding (laughs) a pen I bought today that I'm very proud of why are you proud of this pen? Uh, this is the most expensive pen that I ever bought on a whim I was just like wow that's a nice pen I'm gonna buy that pen how much did you spend on this single pen? This pen was $50 Canadian. Is it sterling silver? No. How much does it weigh? Like a normal pen. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's just like a $50 normal pen. <laughs> now, you said when you were in the store, you're like, I'm going to have immediate resentment. Yeah. Do you? Like, I was like holding it like, do I need it? Like, I really don't write things down. But you know what? Now I don't resent it. I don't have buyer's remorse yet. But For the rest of your life, though, you have that pen. This is a nice pen. And why did you choose silver, not gold? Uh, uh, just cause it's oh. lifetime warranty. So well, shit. as long as you don't lose it. Yeah. We went to Staples. Staples. I don't know if the Staples is in America. It's like an office supply store. It's dangerous. Everything is way too expensive. I had to get like some really nice paper. It took us far too long to decide on a kind of paper. They have these pens. <laughs> and we also looked at journals, which I, I have a problem when it comes. Charles just holding his pen for the listeners that are listening to the audio. Joel staring, gazing, and loving his pen. Oh, yeah. For all everyone who's listening on the podcast and not watching the YouTube video, uh, it's small. It looks like a bullet almost. It's just silver. There's a small little clip with a black tip on top. It says black ink. And it's the kind where it's split in the middle and you rotate it to make the tip come out. There's like a small knurling, like three knurled sections for grip. Okay. Just so everyone knows about my pen. Sounds kind of romantic. Are nice you into this pen? pen? I like this pen. How many journals do we have? Oh, Selena has so many journals. I don't write in them. I just think they're so nice and have inspiring titles. Journals. Journals. So today, it is Friday. We usually record our podcast on Monday. But today is Friday, and I thought we're going to get one out because I'm going to be honest with you. I am spiraling. What's happening happening tomorrow? Two huge things. What are the two big things, Selena? Um, I already know. So if you listen to last week's episode... You knew that we were going to possibly putting an offer in on this house that I am obsessed with, in love with, um, that I am just determined to own. I am so excited. Um, So last episode, you would have known that we were going to go see it and we were finally going to do that because, you know, here's the thing, I want this house my whole life. And um, 
my obsession with this house for the past while as soon as it got listed we went and saw it and then um I couldn't get approved for what I needed and we waited forever it wasn't until the new calendar year literally waited 157 days with no activity on this house okay so the next day I'm gonna go see this house my realtor calls me they've accepted a conditional offer literally the day before Selena was about to put an offer so what did I do lost my damn mind parked outside and cried and looked at the house <laughs> I literally did so tomorrow um as I, as you know like the offer's conditional and that means other people can put on conditional offers or anything like that but after the owners canceled a bunch on all our walkthroughs we're finally going tomorrow and you know what i just decided i'm gonna write them a letter and i'm gonna let them know how much i love this house um what it means to you what it means to me what it means for my how future. it's not just a property yeah it's not a how house it's been to me. a part of you your entire guys life. i did i did high school pro i did high school projects on this house and i just i see <coughs> just such such an amazing future at this house anyways moving on from that something that i'm i don't know how much i've said about it before and i know there's like super words i can't use so i'm just gonna lightly say that tomorrow not only are we doing this house and putting in a possibly you know conditional offer or something like that a massive life decision for me that is not being made by me it's something you know that's going to go on in my future part of my career is happening tomorrow it's something that's gone through a lot of channels of approval and has gotten approved by absolutely everything but this one last step and um i know it's a 50 50 and i am just so i am manifesting i believe in the secret so like i'm gonna get these both are gonna be yes i know they're gonna happen i'm gonna get the house i'm gonna get this other thing don't knock it's going to happen yeah, i know it's gonna happen just like me getting this but pen. but you know Getting double nose in one day would be really hard, but it's not going to happen. That's not what's going to happen. It's not what's going to happen. Because <coughs> that puts me back at square one. So that is not going to happen. Hmm. I really like the shirt you have on today. Yeah, it has food all over it. Joel and I just sat here at these desks and it's Swish LA. Is there Swish LA in America? I don't think so. Is there? I have there? no idea. I need to Google this. I have no idea. I need to Google this. We had Swish LA for dinner. Swish Chalet in USA. In 2010, two of the three remaining Swiss LA restaurants in the United States closed. <gasps> They're not in there. Y'all, what are you doing? You know what's weird? It's called like Swiss LA, but it's literally. Oh, I guess. It's Swiss, French. It's from hardcore Quebec. white people. It's from Quebec. Oh, so it is like a Canadian thing. But in Quebec, it's called Saint Hubert's. Is it really? Yeah, or they're owned by the same company. But previously, when I worked in Quebec all the time, I loved Saint Hubert's. Does it taste better there than it's it does better. here? Yeah, it's better. Damn. Yeah, yeah I feel like yeah, our, the one in our town, they always mess it up. It's never really great, and I always mm. kind of get diarrhea. And just for <laughs> the house update on my end, nothing. Thanks, Joel. I was really looking forward just to so some, everyone like, knows. <laughs> I was looking for some, like, nice inspirational moments to make me feel better. Yeah, no, nothing on my end. I saw it today. I showed you, but just saw the viewers. Uh, there was a house in Waterloo, single detached family home, one car garage. It was listed for eight hundred thousand seven ninety nine. Sold for one point two million. Four hundred thousand over offering. Ew. Uh, <coughs> I shared it on Facebook. I think the reason why the house that I love is sold so much is because like it's been restored to like eighteen hundreds magic. It's glory. And nobody wants to like live or put kids in a house like that. But it's mm. like I'm creepy and I don't have children, so I think it's good. But anyway, something I wanted to talk about, guys. I thought a little game would be super, super fun, okay? Do y'all remember Vine? <laughs> Half of my identity is built because of Vine. What do you think? Oh, I love Vine. Man, Vine. Just like 
you know, everyone says TikTok replaced Vine. Vine was here first and then became TikTok. And the guy who owned <clears> Vine <throat> and said it ruined his life and blah, blah, blah. You can't download it and they shut it down. But Vine, no matter what, 100% changed the internet. It changed viewing of media forever. Absolutely. Like the six second video clip. How many people, just right off the top of my head, King Bach, didn't Logan and Jake Paul blow up on Vine? Yeah, Sam and Colby. Sam and Colby blew up on Vine. Mm-hmm. Like, so many people were on Vine first. Christine oh, Sudoku, everyone thinks I'm her. Who's the singer from Toronto? Who's Canadian? Treat You Better? Oh, who is that? Whatever. He blew up on Vine. So many people blew up on Vine. Vine got shut down. Now, the next thing, and I love TikTok. Uh, TikTok, very similar. Scroll videos prone to you, you know, however it works but longer videos thus you could get more information in incredible and now people like yourself have blown up on tiktok you know what's weird though i, I the guy i don't know if it's the guy who made vine or something but he came up with, with another app and it I'm was so like sorry vine... sean mendez that's sean the mendez. name from toronto that was just oh he was from vine okay cool sorry i'm sorry no you're good um uh sorry my brain farting he made another app and it was six second video app and i was already popular on tiktok and i jumped over to this app and i tried so hard to do it but like six seconds, it's not enough. Like it's, it's so not enough. Short. You know what's crazy? I got the update from TikTok earlier. Freaking, I can do five minute videos now. I don't know if it's to the public public yet, because like I feel like sometimes like bigger creators get like things first. But it's a f- you can create five minute videos now. At least I can, which means it's coming. I remember too. When <laughs> honestly, I did this. I'd be watching a Vine and I would try to fast forward. Are you serious <laughs> swear, for yeah. six seconds? <laughs> I like I was never big on there. I feel like I just wasn't like a part of it at the time. But I made this one video. I'm like, I want to be Jesus, left side of Jesus, right side of Jesus, and then I was like, Jesus. But it didn't work. I feel like I just wasn't conditioned enough in life and cool enough yet to get. You've fine. always been cool enough. <coughs> I appreciate you. But our game today that we'll be starting the podcast that with is finish that vine. Finish so that I'm vine. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read the beginning of a famous quote a famous saying from vine and you're gonna see if you can finish it i want to see how into vine you are because i know these and i want to see if you too joel if joel knows these vines the way that the rest of the world does because he's a bit younger than me vine was more my time Ah, maybe not okay here we go hurricane katrina more like tortilla you're you're really close you were close oh are you kidding oh that's try it again I know, that's the video. He's in the closet and stuff falls off, right? Yeah. Uh. Ready? (laughs) Hurricane Katrina. More like Hurricane Tortilla? Yeah! Uh. You got it. Okay, ready? Yeah. Look at all those chickens <laughs> but it's seagulls that was it's my like the favorite. little girl still to this day my wife and i call them chickens all right. <laughs> look at all those chickens look at all that. we still do that too when we go places mm. okay mary you don't know okay so christina christine sudoku sagaiko i don't know she's like this big girl who always wore her hair in a bun on the top of her head everyone thinks i'm her and everyone's always like mary chrysler which is that oh is. her yeah mary yeah. Christmas. everyone thinks i'm her happy christmas and it's not that, like i don't know i just don't think we look like at all but <laughs> who knows i have body dysmorphia anyways okay ready for this one hmm. adam oh so familiar adam so familiar. comes in blows away his smoke adam how could you feel like that's one is that not it oh it's so familiar it? okay here's it's another on one the tip of my tongue okay ready for this one yeah 
road work ahead. <laughs> I sure hope it does. <laughs> I know that one. That one was good. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Oh my God, come on. You know this one. You've uh. quoted it so many times. Stop. I could have drawn my croissant. Oh my God. You didn't yes. say that anywhere good enough. Stop. I could have dropped my croissant. I love that video. When that vine was real, I remember watching them repeat with my our yes. dad. Oh my god, that's funny. Okay, gonna drop my croissant. You got the rest of this one. Yeah. Hey, my name's Trey. Like, oh, I'm a point guard. I got a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, my yeah. name's Trey. I got a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. <laughs> and they were roommates. Oh, when the girl's walking by yeah. and she's like, and they were roommates. And then he turns, he's got the sunglasses on. He's like, and they were roommates. <laughs> oh, man, that's a good one. Okay, how about this one? Hi, I'm Jared. No, sorry. I'm Jared. I'm 19. Oh. And I never, and learned, I never how learned how to read. How to read. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's my favorite. Barbecue sauce. On my titties. On my titties. And then there's a girl on the ground, like, rolling around. Selena and I still joke about that all the time. Last one. Now, this is from my literal, like, I don't even know if you can say the spirit animal anymore, but this is my person. Okay, I smell like beef. I smell like beef. Oh, the little girl. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. I literally saw a video of her the other day. But she hadn't aged, and then it was a whole other person that felt like a glitch in the Matrix. Have you ever experienced, like, a glitch in the Matrix? Uh, like, one time, randomly, I went to go get gas. I have a pickup truck. And then, like, every other... It was at Max, like, behind Sully's. Every pump was taken with a Sierra. Like, I have a GMC Sierra. Every, there was, like, six... There's six spots. There were six Sierras. I feel like I've had so many glitches in the Matrix, but I, I never really remember them. But in the moment, I'm like, oh my God, glitch in the Matrix. Like, I have sat and had someone walk by and, like, they walked by again. Like, weird stuff like that. <coughs> but it really blows... That blew my mind. It also blows my mind how the... Like, talking about Vine, how the internet and, like, the culture of the internet in general changes so fast evolves like my like it's like i noticed it as a creator because like i'll do a whole bunch of tie-dye videos and like that would never pass now or i would do like these really dumb comedy videos that would blow up then but now that comedy is not funny anymore and then i'll get into story times and story times are cool for a minute and then nobody's into story time anymore and it's weird how like everything changes so fast and trying to keep up is just wild Mm. it's freaking annoying and then people are really into watching our youtube videos yeah, you guys should go check out our YouTube channel. The, w- the one where Selena and I paint. Oh, oh hilarious. God. Did we talk about that last time? What? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Guys, we got blackout drunk and tried I to paint each other. I did. Joel didn't remember our last oh. I stayed up till I was sober. Oh. Because was... I was like, Mm-mm, not going to do it. Not going to be sick. I got so sick. It was bad. But anyways, I thought today for an episode, and I feel like it's kind of spooky, it goes for the haunted estate, goes for like kind of like our weird stuff that we talk about, that we would talk about other people who experienced really weird psychic crap glitch in the matrix shit, like really weird matrixy glitchy psyche stuff going on. So I searched the internet and I just read the first sentence of ones and I was like, that is what we absolutely need to talk about so joel and i are gonna go back and forth we're gonna talk about them we're gonna read them to you guys these are other glitches that people have experienced and i want to hear your glitches write me on instagram i want to hear about them i don't answer like if you write me on instagram i read so say there's 100 messages i'll read 20 of them if i don't reply i read them 
I did. But I'm afraid of starting conversations because I will not hold them up. I can't even text my dad back. <laughs> How many messages do you get a day on Instagram? Thousands? I wouldn't say thousands, but definitely hundreds. Hard to keep up? Yeah. Oh. Also, you did such a good job on this. This is the, like I'll just have you guys know normally, Selena and I just sit here and chat. Yeah. But today, she's made like... this book with stories and it's all highlighted in colors with who's reading. Yeah. I'm just... 2022 bitch i'm gonna be a better version of me we're about to make this so professional (laughs) speaking of colors the first one is green which represents me (coughs) through like trees yeah so we never read this before i have no idea what this is uh we have a breakfast laid on at work every morning just a simple buffet of eggs bacon and have you nothing huge and it's really out to feed about a dozen people or so i'm usually the one of the first guys from my team to get to work in the kitchen was deserted as usual i walked into the little kitchen and there was a ceramic egg tray thing with like 12 eggs in it like the bottom half of the egg carton with a socket for each egg all the spaces are filled with freshly boiled eggs i take one and walk over the garage bin shuck the shell in and i walk back over to the food and stop dead there are 12 eggs in the tray again no one entered the room while i was peeling my egg I touched the mystery egg, and it was the same temperature as the other eggs around it. Not a big thing, nothing major, but something very strange. Given one does not get presented with strange eggs from a parallel universe every day, I peeled and ate that one, too. That reminds me of something that happened when I was really stoned one time. Go on. I really wanted a grilled cheese sandwich. So I made the grilled cheese sandwich, and I put it on my plate. But then I got distracted. I don't know if I went to the washroom or I got on my phone or something. I came back. The sandwich was cold. I was like, oh my God, I should microwave this. So then I put the grilled cheese in the microwave and I started to microwave it. But then I went and did something and I was like, oh my gosh, I want a grilled cheese sandwich. So I came into the kitchen and I made another grilled cheese sandwich and I like to let them settle. So then I left it on the plate and I went to the bathroom. And then I came back and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to, this my, this grilled cheese needs to be warm. So I'm like, I'm going to microwave this grilled cheese. And then I opened up the grilled there cheese was, and I there was brought- a grilled cheese in the microwave that I forgot I made. I <laughs> not not I, that we condone that. No, no, pot's fine. It's legal in Canada. Um, <laughs> another, when I was in college, I lived in a dorm and there was this girl named Shay. She was absolutely insane. Um, she smoked so much weed. It was her identity. It mm. really was. She's a nice girl. We things I was crazy. We were all crazy. None of us should have been in a high in, in a dorm together. But she would cook these crazy good stuff. Like she had like a panini press, and she would like make this tuna salad and make this like panini thing. And she cut it in half, and I had a bite. She had a bite, and we put it back at the plate. And I swear to God, for twenty minutes we did nothing but stare at that panini on the plate. We didn't talk. We didn't eat it. We just for 20 minutes anyways that's weird did you ever do any weird stone stories <gasps> my parents smoke pot for the first time oh my god hilarious <laughs> i don't know why just my you know my our my our <coughs> mom's in a wheelchair right uh, she has that mess she can barely talk third stage progressive relapsing multiple sclerosis anyways yep. one day she's on about wanting some marijuana my dad for some reason pulls out of his drawer a little bag with a chocolate gummy bear that a guy at work had given him. Oh my God, that was so old. I, it was really old, but uh, it was a little chocolate bear and it was a hundred milligram dose in this little chocolate bear. 
So they like cut it in half and half it again. They both eat a leg essentially. And then like an hour or so goes by and they both say they're not feeling anything. And here in Canada, we have like weed stores everywhere, right? Yeah, we have more, more we have them more than like Starbucks even. Yeah, like our little town has 11 or 12 of them. <laughs> yeah, we so have, I'm like, all yeah. right, like I'll go to the store for you guys. Go in some store. I'm talking to this guy there. I really don't know that much. I'm like, yo, is 100 milligrams in one bear candy like a lot and the guy working there is like oh yeah like legally you can only sell a milligram 10 milligrams legally so 100 is 10 times what the most powerful thing is most powerful thing but is that you can buy they didn't even get messed up on that but it was really old the only thing Zoli said he's a little giggly before bed okay but I got well, him a spray so I heard that and I was like hold on a minute so on Christmas like right before Christmas I go into the pot store and I'm like hey what is the strongest weed you have and they like pull out this neon orange container and they're like this is what you want i'm like okay so joel has leave but i'm with my parents and joel's there for the first one both my parents use a little pipe take like a puff puff or two a few minutes later they're not feeling anything they're not feeling anything so i convince my dad i'm like come on peer pressure i'm well, you got to do this he's like oh my god fine so we get in the garage i'm like hold it in for a little bit so like i hold it and i let it go and he breathes it in and it was a lot this time and i'm like let it out let it out and he's just he's not probably holds it for like 40 seconds by the time he puffs out there like really wasn't even that much smoke that came back out because it literally had just been absorbed into his body so he's like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna i'll be in a second i'm just gonna chill so i come back out a few minutes later and he's still sitting at the chair i'm like hey dad and he's like like hey dad and he's like hey and i'm like are you okay he's like yeah i'm fine so we get inside and i get mom to do another little puff too and we're all sitting at the table and I, and I don't think he's really, like, there or anything. And out of nowhere, he just goes, I just feel like I can feel everything in my nose. Like, I can control all the muscles in my nose, and I can I can concentrate it here. And then it's clear that he is just, like, he's like, have you ever felt your arms before? Like, he, he's never, he's 63. He's never smoked pot before. He's been drunk, like, four times. And I remember he, like, flails his arms up, and he, like, punches the light above the table. It was so funny. <laughs> So then he's like trying to do math with Ferrero Rocher's. It was so funny. And mom, all mom did, like she was just laughing. Giggly. She was hysterically <laughs> laughing the entire time. Like she couldn't stop. And dad, oh my God, they were having such a good time. And like we wanted to put mom in her chair because she needs to be transferred into her chair. And my dad is just like afraid to move her. He's like, I'm going to lose my balance. But um, he had a really good sleep after that. That's but good. it's always fun. Everyone's first time. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. That was quite the diversion from our story. Glitch, hey, glitch in the Matrix. When I'm done smoke pot, I never thought that would happen. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, okay. They haven't yet since. So. No, I think you felt too out of control. Mm. 
Okay, here we go. Here's my glitch in the matrix story. When I was around 20, a few years ago, I kept having dreams about a woman with long black hair named Aurora. They were different dreams, but for some reason, her distinct face always ended up in them. I got to the point where I'd wake up frustrated and confused trying to Google her name or find out how I was connected to her. After a few months, she stopped showing up, and I dismissed it, thinking my brain was being a scumbag. Fast forward a few years later, Halloween 2009, I'm in my car with a friend and I stop at a gas station. I'm about to pull out and merge onto the highway when I get a phone call from a random number. So I stop the car, but no one answered back. There was a person behind me who grew impatient, honked at me, and then swerved in front of me instead of waiting for two seconds for me to move. Second, they get on the highway. Some silver Civic loses control of their wheel and crashes into the car that swerved in front of me. I got called the cops and waited at the gas station for them to come. Turns out both drivers and both cars died. It was 100 per- it 100% would have been me if I hadn't got that phone call. I called it back a few hours later out of gratitude and curiosity. It rang 3 times and went to voicemail. Hi, you've reached Aurora. Please leave your name and number. I've never had goosebumps like that in all of my life. I called it again the next day because I was confused about the whole situation. Some woman answers. We get to talking. I tell her my entire story, including the dreams I had. She tells me that she doesn't know how I got her number and that she never called me as far as she remembers. Weird. I asked if she had Facebook to confirm. It was, in fact, the woman of my dreams. Whoa. Dude. Almost like you'd been there before. Um, I feel like they're supposed to get married and have like 12 little babies and it's going to be like Snow White and her prince. 12. That was an intense story, dude. Funny enough, I have an incredibly similar situation. <coughs> High school, like must have been grade 12 because we could all drive. Uh, Burger King parking lot. Travis guy waves for me to go first. I'm like, no, you go first. Fast forward time, we're at an intersection. I'm behind him. Light turns green. He goes, gets run into. Had oh. I gone when he waved me, I would have gotten the ice. It's weird how like a moment in time is the difference. Like I remember driving out like Critters Lane, but it was like closer to there, closer to Beachville. I went like past and I went down a hill and there was train tracks. And the second they didn't have the, the guards, it was like in a forest. The second I went by, like millisecond, could have clipped the back of the car, a train went by. Like it was so weird. Oh. I know, that always freaks me out, man. You gotta be careful. I know. Speaking of driving, the first word of my next story. Driving home on a stormy day, I see that a side road up to the local golf golf course is blocked off by flashing barricades. I also spy a Mercedes parked past the barricades with its hazards on. I stop and walk up to the car to see if they need help. I am an EMT. I shine my light in the back seat to see a man slumped over, apparently asleep, thinking he's got a few drinks in him. I move up to the driver's window and tap on the glass and shine my light in. The driver is sitting bolt upright, unmoving, with his unmoving, staring straight ahead. My window wrapping or light doesn't cause him to blink, flinch, or move. I look over to the passenger slumped forward onto the dash. This begins to creep me out. I call down to the sheriff and at the station and request a code 2, no light slash sirens, unit to my location to help me check them out. The doors were locked. While on the phone, I walk back to my truck to get my go bag, and as I'm on the phone with dispatch, she asked me to get the license number for the car, and just as a PG&E power 
Just as a PG&E power company cherry picker truck comes rumbling down from the road up ahead. I move to go around the truck to get the number plate and the car is gone. I talked to the driver of the truck and he said there was an 80 foot tree down across the road further up and that he didn't think it'd be open for a few days or so. So the question is, where did the car go? Tree up one way, barricades the other? It kept me a bit unsettled when stopping. It makes me feel a bit unsettled when stopping at accidents slash hazards since then. Dude, that's one of those things where it's like residual haunting. Like, like before, like I talked about the girl who got in my car, or like there's this road where they see a man holding a lantern. Like, is this a thing that is just something that happened in time? Maybe a guy died in his car there, and around that time every year it replaced. That's crazy, <coughs> right? Hmm. Right, here we go. This happened to me in third grade, and it scared me so much I started crying and had to go to the office to talk to the principal about it. I was in the hallway for misbehaving, and my neighbor, Tad, you're younger than me, came walking out of class to my right, passed in front of me, and headed down the stairs. We said hi to each other. About 20 seconds later, he walked out of the same class, passed in front of me, and headed down the stairs. I just stared at him confused and afraid and he looked back like why the f are you looking at me like that i never realized how much the matrix deja vu i thought of a second example of this as long as this is so popular i may as well share it a few years ago after this incident my friend and i were hanging out in the living room watching tv we both saw our mom walk through to the other side of the room and through the adjacent hall maybe 20 minutes later she came in from the backyard My sister and I looked at each other confused and asked how she got back outside. She didn't know what we were talking about and had been outside for hours. No one else was home. Dude, that's like I said. Like, I've had it where someone's walked by me and they walk by again. I feel like that's like, it's, dude, we're in a simulation. 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 Have you ever seen your neighbors bring groceries in? Have you? story i live in my house 12 years i've never seen any neighbor carry groceries in i saw the other day and i look for it too now since hearing them like it's weird um at 12 years of age my mom let me stay in the truck as she went in grocery shopping as i wait to see an old guy walking towards the truck with an indescribable look at me as if i know too much he stops about five feet from the truck and looks at me for a couple seconds and heads back to the exact way he came it was rather traumatic for some reason and and very confusing at the age of five or six. Later, my dad was showing me home videos of us at Yellowstone, at Old Faithful, and I noticed the same guy, the same look, the same clothes peering at us on camera and through my TV. I didn't expect this story to be such a hit. A few more details. The Yellowstone video was from when I was very young. I'm thinking one or two years of age. I was in an awesome baby pack. I was in an awesome baby backpack on my dad's back. Also, I will try my hardest to find the video. I don't see my parents often, and I don't think either of them okay. will know where the video goes. Yeah, none of that matters. No. Um, yeah, so that's crazy. Do you think it was like a guardian angel? Someone watching out for you? Totally could have been. But why looking like he saw too, like you know too much? Maybe it's a bad angel. I don't know. Opposite of guardian, a schmardian. The problem with not reading these before, we don't because we want to get honest reactions. Yeah. But it's messy. I just like scoured everything. I'm like, <laughs> glitches in the matrix. And they're typed by random people. At a friend's place in 2008, when we were all teenagers, we had a cool shed at a friend's that we'd hang out in every weekend. It had four sets of bunk beds, tables, a fireplace, TV, fridge, etc. The whole lot. 
One night, we were hanging out in there when we decided I needed to pee. I walked out the front of the door of the shed and started to walk around when I stopped. Now, let me explain the layout here. As you walk out of the shed, his house is to the left, and to the right is where we all park our cars. Further out, you're left with empty fields and trees. It was dark by now, and the lights of the house were illuminating the space between the house and our cars. But trailing off past them and our cars, but trailing off past them. As I took a step to the right, intending to go to behind the cars to relieve myself, I saw my friend's older brother standing there. I watched him for a good five to ten seconds as he stood there, facing into the darkness. He then proceeded to walk behind a couple of the trees and cars before he disappeared. Confused, I walked back into the shed and asked my friend what his brother was doing by the cars. The conversation goes as followed. Hey man, what's your brother doing by the cars? Him. What do you mean? Me. He just walked off behind the cars. The brother. I'm right here. (laughs) I looked over and there was his brother sitting down in one of the chairs with a drink. He was wearing the exact same clothes that I just saw him in. And the only way to get in the shed is from the door I was standing in front of. To this day, I have no idea how it all happened. I'm guessing I was just seeing things, but the fact is I watched him walk around for a good 10 seconds. It's always puzzled me, and I've never had anything else like that happen. Some people talk about our shadow selves. Like, have you ever seen the movie Us? No. Just like another connecting of us. There's another version of you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That was scary. I tried to watch it, but it scared me too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a scary one. I'll it's read the, the. It's the one where they're all in red with the gold scissors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll read the next one because I messed up. <laughs> oh, you didn't mess up. No, yeah, I I clicked that one. Okay, here we go. When my paternal grandmother passed away, my parents flew out to California to be with her in her last moments. They were with her and my aunt when she passed on. A few minutes later, after she'd gone, the telephone rang. This was pre-cell phones. My aunt answered it, but nobody was on the other end. She thought it was odd since the weather was fine and the telephone glitches aren't really a problem in that area. Later on that night, she recalled what she and her grandmother had always told each other. Whenever anyone was traveling somewhere, they said, call me when you get there. Oh my gosh. She passed the pearly gates. And she called her, let her know. Dude, I love that. That's a happy one. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah. The next one of mine. I'm pretty sure me and my twin sister have an extreme connection. She got pregnant in 17 and delivered at 18. I I remember the day she had gone into labor. I woke up around 3 a.m. with minor stomach cramps. As hours passed and the pain got worse, and then she called me and said it was time to push. After about 30 minutes had passed, all the severe pain that had me doubled over doubled over in tears instantly disappeared i sat straight up and told my family the baby had been delivered everyone told me it would take a lot longer than that but right then my sister's boyfriend came bursting in the waiting room and said it had arrived we all froze staring at each other in shock the same thing happened when she gave birth to my niece and she said she had the same experience when i had my son Whoa. I've heard this before, like two twin brothers on a farm. The one gets a finger cut off and the other one, like, oh, his fingers bother him and he's chewing on, it's bothering him. And I've heard Dude. that before, that twins. Or like a twin, like, chips his tooth and then the other twin, like, oh, my mouth is hurting. I feel like you and I even have moments where we're kind of connected and we kind of like know what the other one's thinking. Are you and feeling stuff. that right now? Hold on. 
Okay. No. I was pinching my hand. But let's try this. Okay. You have to choose either A, B, or C. Okay. Well, you got to pick so, more options than no, that. No, no. Out of three. Come on. That's you worth a 33% chance. Okay. A, B, C, D, E, F. One of those. I'm going to think of one. Okay. I'm going to mm. think of one. I'm going to think out of A, B, C, D, E, F. Give me a second to think and send it to you. Wait, should I should send me your pen. I'll write it down. So I'm not throwing know. this. Okay. Well, Just say it on three. No, I want a proof. I want a proof. She's on the other side of the room. Okay, she thinks pens, I'm going to throw my nice right there. pen. My pencil case is right there. I'm going to write down. Which pen is your good pen? Just give me the highlighter because I can wipe it off. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to write it down. Okay. Concentrate. Okay. E. Yes. Fuck off. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Holy. Okay, you Are try you it. kidding me? Here, you try it. Okay, you have to do either A, B, C, D, E, or F. Write it down. Well, you gotta send it to me first. No, you're choosing it this oh. time, and I'm gonna try and guess. I chose I chose it. I wasn't guessing. Okay. Okay, you can't write so I can see Why? it. Why? You couldn't see it, could you? No, but I knew what you were about to do. What was I about to do? I don't know. It looked really big. Like, it... Hold on. Let me think if that's it. <laughs> really big? Like what? My dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> send it to me. <clears throat> see. Unbelievable. Send it to me. I'm going to do it one more time. <laughs> Okay, remember? This is getting weird. It's between A, B, C, D, E, and F. F. Oh, my God. <laughs> Adam has his headphones on. Oh That's three for three. Okay, okay. Okay, let's move on. Let's one move more, on. one no, more. Come on, you have to we each do two. Come on, you have to do one more. Write it down right now. Okay, it's between A, B, C, D, E, and F. Hide it. I don't want to see when you do it. Don't look. Okay. Did you choose C again? No. Was it A? A. I was going to say A. You should have said A. I was going to say A. We were almost four for four. That's pretty crazy, though. That was unplanned. We just made that up. That's because we are really connected. That was weird. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> it's my my read, isn't it? No, it's my turn. Oh, sorry. One night, I had a completely normal dream. I was getting ready for school while my mom made breakfast and made breakfast for my brother and I. The next morning, I went downstairs. I put my gym shoes in my backpack and recognized it as the exact action in my dream. Then I walked into the kitchen, feeling like I'd done this all before, and watched the same scene play out between my mom and brothers as if it happened in my dream. They were able to, I was able to mouth along with the conversation because I remembered what they were going to say. It was so weird. Or is that a normal, typical morning where the same shit happens every single time? Or it's just really similar. I had... Deja vu. I was, I was going to lead into Deja. Your I was last checkpoint. Last checkpoint. 
I was going to lead into deja vu. Yeah. When I was in high school, everyone, I worked at McDonald's. I worked at McDonald's Canada for almost five years. One of the best jobs I ever had. And I always had horrific deja vu mm. because it seemed like, you know how you always, it's called aces in your places. You put people who are good at that position in that position at a busy time. So like you operate at peak efficiency. Yeah. So everyone was always standing in the same place and I would have such hard deja vu there. Like, oh, like savannah's on break crystal's in the window i'm the runner brad barnes is in back booth and, like you could see them all and, like every occurring days we're in the same place so many of those people are still your good friends yeah some of them um about seven years ago when i was 13 my mom and i went for a drive to see her grandmother's grave i really didn't know much about my grand great grandmother because she died when i was one or two but i did know that she was a tailor and she taught my grandma how to take in clothing she loved tailoring so much she was buried with a pair of silver flat edge tailor shears with a flower engraved on the handle when we went to her grave and chatted with her for a couple minutes and said goodbye and got back in the car as i was getting in the car i noticed something kind of shiny in my mom's door pocket and i pointed to it my mom grabbed it and i kid you not like a scene from a movie it was a pair of silver flat edge tailor shears shears with a flower on the handle we have no idea where they came from it was slightly rusty at the tips but perfectly shiny around the engraving my mom still has them hanging on the wall in her kitchen to this day Dude. slightly rusty like they'd been underground for a little that is so She spooky. doesn't say how old she was, though. Oh, sorry. When I was 13. That's crazy. Dude. Okay. I love that story. It's a happy one, isn't it? I once dreamt about a house. It was super vivid. Fast forward, maybe two years later, I met a guy and I went to his house for the first time. It was the same house. I knew where everything was, even what was in each cupboard. I knew the entire layout of his house, even though I'd never been in it before. It was the strangest feeling ever. Maybe you were there in a past life. Maybe you lived there in a past life. Reincarnation. Uh, Slane and I, myself, are extreme believers of past life. Yeah, I have memories that aren't mine. Honestly, I think I was like uh, Oriental or Asian in a past life. I think that's why I'm so obsessed with Anna Green Gables. I just, even watching those shows, movies, the books, I everything. I just, I did that. I was alive then. Do you have, like, a feeling of comfort when you see, like, the technology in that time? Yeah, like chalkboards and mm. ringer washers and turning butter and work, living on a farm. I was watching Kung Fu Panda. I know it's a kid's movie, but that doesn't mean that it's not a good movie. <laughs> like, you know the music and, like, I'm the Asian architecture, like, older Asian car- architecture? I yeah. find when I see that or I hear it, I have a real sense of, like, the feeling of coming home. Yeah. That's how I feel. No, that's cool. Uh, also, I can eat with chopsticks really well. There you go, buddy. Mm. You're on top of it. That's a real thing. Uh, Once a long time ago, me and my friend were riding the bus. She looked down at her pen and realized the cap was gone. At this exact moment, the cap fell from the ceiling of a bus and landed right on her lap. Uh, That's spooky. Mm. I feel like I've had something like that happen before, but like that is something where like I feel like that happens a lot. That's a video game glitch. Damn. Or what you should do is get a pen like this that doesn't have a cap that you can't lose. This is a nice pen. <laughs> I was living in Colorado in 2016, and a friend of mine lived in Orlando. On June 12th, we, checked, we texted each other that we both felt this heavy feeling and couldn't breathe. Shortly afterward, we find out that the Pulse nightclub shooting happened at the exact moment we both felt like something was sitting on our chest. 
you remember when that happened? What that was? Like fifteen people died. Yeah, it was a nightclub. It was it was like a gay nightclub, yeah, and yeah, this yeah. guy had like repressed gay feelings and went and shot him. It was a massive tragedy. Uh, so a hate, sad. A hate crime. I guess I, what I remember hearing after was I, I feel like there was even more people than that, but um the eeriest part was. It, they had the cops had cleared it out and all that was left were the people that you know had succumbed to their injuries and it was just so loud from all the cell phones ringing oh i know so sad uh, you know a dark thing that i heard what like when celine and i had taken a trip to new york city we did the twin tower museum and uh the football stadium in new york is used as a commuter lot mm-hmm. like a lot of people who work in manhattan park at the football stadium and then get on the subway or bus or whatever and commute into Manhattan for work. And after the towers had fallen, how many hundreds of cars and commuter lots that never got driven home? Uh, yeah, that's, that's a dark, sad thing. Uh, whenever I watch TVs or movies and see an actor I know but can't remember from where, I open up IMD app to search for the movie I'm watching for in the actor's name. There's been way too many instances when I'll open up the actor or the movie's IMD page only to see a still picture of the exact moment in the movie or TV show that I happen to be currently watching. It makes me feel like my phone is listening to the movie and knows exactly what picture to show me when I start searching for the actor or movie. That just sounds like, yep. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like when you're like, wow butt plugs and then you open up facebook and there's like 42 ads about butt plug i don't know why i use that i have a google home mini like zoli and i will talk about like a sticker pack for our off-road motorcycles like go walk down the hall on my computer the ad is a sticker pack for off-road bikes bro it's so weird we're like at my old job kate and i are talking about how to clean under the hood of a big truck like go to the bathroom sit down pull out your phone like the first video on youtube how to clean under the hood of a truck so it's weird, crazy right? i believe it. it probably happens yeah it probably picks up that you're watching that movie <laughs> on september 10th 2001 my cousin was visiting us this is the day before 9 11 oh is it i feel like i messed these up so will you read the second part when it gets to you yeah okay perfect sorry i'm still new at like getting these papers together on september 10th 2001 my cousin was visiting us we slept in the living room on the couches so we could stay up late talking At around 5.45 a.m. Pacific time, I was suddenly jolted out of my sleep. I wasn't having a nightmare or anything like that. But when I I awoke, I was breathing deep, terrified, and the first thing I did was look to a clock to see the time. For some strange reason, that morning, I decided not to listen to the radio as I got ready for school. I always did. It wasn't until I got to school that I learned what happened. Then, on August 29th, 2005, I woke up early in the morning the morning hours and was overcome with grief i was sad and i just felt so lost i fell back asleep and woke up several hours later and went out for the day i was hopping on a train when i saw the headline new orleans wiped off the map wiped off the map nothing major since those two always stick with me you know that's one of those things where like there's so much energy in those moments i mm. think of 9-11 which is weird you were just talking about that's- um, yeah. <laughs> simulation it. but like there's so much emotion in that day and so much energy like mm. people who are more in tune with psychic energies and stuff like that they're obviously going to pick stuff up yeah energy is a real thing oh my god selena all the time i'm always yeah. saying the secret and like your energy's uh, off yeah i say that to joel i'm like what's wrong mm. your energy's off he's always like nothing and then i bug him and then finally he's like yeah this okay here we go I had a dream that my coworker's daughter had passed away, and it was so vivid I woke up sobbing to the point I wanted to call my coworker and check in. 
but I didn't, realizing it would be silly and selfish to wake her up and freak her out. I went into work the next morning and I noticed my coworker wasn't there. I asked why she hadn't come into work yet and was told her daughter tried to commit suicide the previous night. I couldn't help but break down. Everyone thought I had just felt so terrible because of what had happened, which I had. But in a way, I was also crying in relief that she was okay. Many a time, Selena calls me or my parents up. Like, I got a bad feeling. Go check on mom. Literally, I will write my dad at 3.45 a.m. And I'm like, is everything good? I just had a weird feeling. <laughs> it happens. I'd rather say it and it not be a thing than not say it and something horrible happen. Yeah. Uh, Even 3 a.m. I've called it 3 a.m. You've come over to our house, banged on our window, and woke us up at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, but that's thread bikes. <laughs> that's what we do for our job. Sure is, buddy. I started having a panic attack at my desk out of nowhere, so I texted my mom, who was home with my toddler and dog, since daycare was canceled that day. I got a text back saying everything was fine. My husband called me on his lunch break, and I told him that I had a weird feeling that something awful was going to happen. He told me everything was fine and to take deep breaths until it passed. 20 minutes later, I got a call from my mom asking if our smoke alarm was particularly sensitive. I said, no, why? It had gone off and she called 911. Sure enough, a small fire started in my basement from a faulty extension cord. If daycare hadn't been cancelled and my mom hadn't been there, my house and my dog would likely not have survived the quick spreading blaze. Dude! Incredible. We were just talking about energy. That's... I I have some kind of story like that, but I can't remember what it is. Mm. But, like, it's a very familiar feeling. That's crazy. Mm. This was years ago, but my best... Wait... Yeah, this, this was years ago, but my best friend was pregnant. She was about halfway through the pregnancy. I was at work and suddenly felt sick all over. I left to go to the bathroom. I ran into the bathroom and immediately got my phone out to check on her. Her husband called me right as I walked in there to say that they were at the hospital and they lost the baby. Again, connected energy. She just knew. She felt the emotion through her friends. I swear it's a real thing. You really yeah. can be connected. with it. Oh, yeah. This is creepy, but Christmas 2016, I had a bad feeling that it was going to be our family's last Christmas together, like as a whole. It was always on my mind. In late 2017, my dad had died. During Christmas, he was fine, but he was diagnosed with a rare kind of cancer in April 2017 and died a few months later. I'm sorry to hear that. It's weird when you just know. Mm. I seem to have an unexplainable connection to my youngest sister. One time, she was driving into town to bring something to me, and I suddenly felt very anxious. I heard a siren, and it was like this part of me suddenly knew she'd been in a bad car wreck. Two minutes later, I got a call from a man who had watched her spin through the medium of a four-lane highway, flip into the ditch, and roll and land top down. She was in a tiny bubble of space in the driver's seat. The trunk was in the back seat, and the engine was sitting in the front passenger seat. I feel like we're not commenting enough. Car accidents are no joke. Car I ac- feel like we're not. Co- you know, we need to acknowledge this horrible uh, accident. Selena and I drive a lot. Car accidents. Have you ever been in a bad one? I have never been in a car accident. I was so the car accidents that I've been in. The only one that was like an actual like bad accident. I 
was driving up and there was a sunfire. Do you remember sunfires? Of course. And this kid followed me down Dundas. He was revving. He was trying to race me. I was in a supercharged Bonneville. I was ignoring him. I'm like, this guy is such a piece of shit. So I go around this other street and I'm going up and I'm about to turn right. And I don't know what this guy thought I was doing. He went up the sidewalk and as I turned right, slammed into the passenger side of my body and like ran his car against. Then he pulled into like the Fritzy's parking lot there. And he's like, we don't have to call the police. We can just go through insurance. Like it was my fault. I pick up my phone. I'm like, this dude just hit me. I see him walk over to the cab because Kendall Cab was right there. Talks to a guy who then comes over to the police and says, hey, it was her fault. She was turning left. And then she decided to turn right. The cop goes to the guy I say to dad because dad shows up and I'm like, dad, like I absolutely did not do this. I absolutely did not do this. And dad was just like, nope, you did it. The cop says you did it. Then I find out years later, Brianne, it was Brianne's cousin and it was his uncle that worked at the cab station and lied to the officer. Mm. And then I never drove for like ever and I got all these tickets and stuff like that. It was. This is why you need a Tesla. It's always recording. I swear, the more I drive, every time I drive my truck anywhere, like I, I work for Selena, right? I live like a kilometer that way. <clears throat> every time, even if it's a kilometer drive, I always think like, man, I should have a camera because watch what happens. Something's going to happen. It won't be your fault or my fault, but it'll get blamed on you or me. Yeah. Every time I'm like, man, I should have. Remember when all the windows got smashed out of the car? Not once, but twice. True story. I still don't know. True story. Do you know anything about that at this day? No one ever came forward. I know the one was Angelo. Yeah. We know that. But the second one? The only thing we know was, you remember Mikey, who's the cop now, lived across the street? Yeah. His mom was out having a smoke and she saw it. She saw it happen? Yeah. And she didn't come tell us. Uh, no, she came like the morning or whatever because it happened like three o'clock in the morning. Like she had the car and that three. Or I can't, um, wait, let me try to think. It's like coming back to as I remember. Maybe after it already was broken, a different car pulled up. Like three young boys got out or whatever, like poked all the windows, whatever, like saw that it's broke, got back in the car. See, the first one I know it was me. I tried to straight raise this guy and he got really, really, really mad. But the second one, like you knew it was different people because the first time someone went at it with a crowbar. Mm -hmm. The second time someone used one of those little things as like a seatbelt cutter on one side and a window smasher on the other. But they only did our cars. They did nobody else in the street. And I feel like one was me, one was you. Why would it be me? Because like, remember then that guy hate that you were dating Melanie? It was kind of around that time. You know how this was years before I was in high school? No. I was like in grade six when the windows got smashed out. Um, no, because the first one, I was 17. Okay, so that would put me at 13. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you drove. I'm not even in high school yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It was me. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I was a trifling bitch. <laughs> blame that shit on me. I was really trying to blame that shit on you. I really was. I was in college the second one. Were you? I can't yeah. remember so long. So I was 19, 18. Funny. You were 16. Must have been then. It was you. But I didn't drive till I was 17. Also, I didn't drive till we lived on Lansdowne. Uh, how can I make enemies driving if you can't drive? Well, no. Like, they could have just not liked you. And how else would they wreck mess with you? Because could just beat you up. Read your story, boy. The topic of your little microwave thing. I just had one come back to what me. What are you talking about? You know how you said you put stuff in the microwave, went to the bathroom, came back, like, I'll yeah. make another grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like, one time, might have smoked something. And then uh, I was, like, cutting a muffin in half. Swear to God. Swear to God. Like, one cut, I got, like, three halves. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? Like, one cut, there's, like, three perfect halves. Like, I don't know. Like, I must have, like, cut one, ate half, and then grabbed another, cut it, like... 
What the fuck? In this one, the first sentence, I once had half a pizza perfectly cut in half go missing. <laughs> you ate it. <laughs> Me and my brother were in the front room and my mom had step my mom and stepdad along with the dog were upstairs. No one came down and neither me nor my brother had left the room. There was nothing around for it to be cut perfectly in half and we were never found the other half. To this day it still baffles me. Half a pizza go missing. <laughs> that is such a weird story. Mm. The day before my grandmother died, I had a dream that she was going to pass away the next day at 2.12. I told my dad because I was nervous. We scheduled to be moved to a hospice at 2 p.m. that afternoon. At 2.12 p.m. I'm so sorry, I'm reading. That 2.12 p.m. at the hospital came and went. The next morning when I woke up, the nurses called and said she'd passed away at 2.12 a.m. Simulation. Yeah, the punctuation on this one is off. Yeah. Uh, when I was around three years old, my family decided they wanted to go on a walk around the neighborhood with the dog. I didn't throw many tantrums as a kid, but for whatever reason, three-year-old me started sobbing and screaming and would not take part in this walk. My mom finally bit the bullet and stayed home with me while my dad, sisters, and dog went for the walk. They ended up being hit by a car and hospitalized with minor surgeries. The dog was fine, too. Because I was so small, had I gone on the walk, I likely would have died on impact. You know mom's story about going into Jesse's Deli? No. Zena, my grandma, Joanne and I, I'm just a little boy, are supposed to go into what was what's now Jesse's Deli, but it, whatever yeah. it was before. But for some reason, I just sat on the ground and like had a te- temper tantrum. Like, I'm not going in there. I'm not going in. Oh, yeah. I'm not going in. Maybe it was something like that. Do you know that one time... Um, so, like, my whole family has always been weird and creepy. My grandmother... And my mom were hanging out in a cemetery because they like to read tombstones. Oh, that's a normal thing. And they went into a mausoleum. <laughs> oh. And they're standing there and out of nowhere, the floor starts dropping like a foot a second, like boom, down. This is like early, early spring. It drops down into the ground where all the coffins were of the bodies that couldn't be buried in the winter. And they were stuck in the basement. I don't know how long for, but mom and grandma were stuck with all the coffins in the middle of like a mortuary, like a... What do you call it? Mausoleum. Mausoleum. Just stuck in there. Yeah. So. Ugh. Yeah, it was interesting. In 2010, I planned to go on a school trip to Paris and Madrid. Beautiful. The day before the flight, I was with my younger brother. We were folding laundry. <coughs> and I stopped in my tracks and immediately said, I have a bad feeling. Something bad is going to happen while I'm away. And I don't know what it is yet, but something is going to happen. He shrugged it off. A week later, I was stranded in Paris because a volcano erupted in Iceland and covered all of Europe with a giant cloud of ash. I think we all remember that. I don't remember that. It was huge. It, like, shut down Europe. I smoked a lot of pot back then, I guess. See, again, though, we're talking about the weird energy thing. Yeah. Hmm. In April... Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Ready? We're singing song. Boom, 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 boom. Trust your gut. 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 
I, mean, I don't know where we're going with that one. There's a song for you. In April 2011, my roommate ended up passing away due to a horrible car accident on Easter weekend. The day before her services, I told my mom, I wonder if she was able to say goodbye to her parents. Then, that night, I had a dream that I was screaming to random people saying, She died in the sky. She died in the sky. And none of the people would listen to me. The next day, we were at her services, and the pastor stated that my roommate ended up passing away in the helicopter on her way to the hospital. I broke down in tears and looked at my mom and said, My dream. She didn't get to say goodbye. And on that sad note, this episode of The Haunted Estate comes to the end. All that I can ask is you're going to actually listen to this on Thursday, so I'll already have all my news by then, so I guess I'll be updating you on the next week, but these stories were insane, and I want to hear about your glitches, so make sure you send us a message. Joel, do you have any final thoughts, questions, or advice? I know we're due to make a sleepover gingerbread house video. Okay, not gingerbread. Wait, Joel. Well, not tonight, but some point but it's after christmas now so there's nowhere to buy gingerbread we're not houses. gonna do gingerbread houses we're just gonna have a super cool sleepover party. we're gonna come up with something else to make a video inbox me on audience dm me on instagram and tell me what joel and i should do at our sleepover anyways okay guys it comes to the end i want to say that i love you you're great just how you are do not change bad things happen in life but we find a way to deal with them because weirdly the universe as joel says always has a way of working itself out no matter what you are going through please remember that everything can change overnight things can get better things can be get me magic you won't see the good if you don't experience the bad guys everything can change it did for me stay healthy stay spooky stay beautiful boo crew i love you Mwah! Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.